You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to Borderline Idealist. This is AJ. And this is Chris. And I have BPD. And I have a husband who has BPD. And I'm African American. And I am Afro Mexican slash Native American. And I'm black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I win. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Welcome so back. So that's us, yes. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> We've yes. been a little bit hiatus. Or is that oh. how you say it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like sometimes it's hard to um, find time to do the podcast, especially, I, I feel like with you, Chris, I blame you, um, mm. <laughs> because you like to, you don't, I guess Story you, you don't, I guess life. you don't like to, but it always seems as if you're doing something, going over your, your parents' house to help them, or mm. you were doing something on the roof yesterday, um, and then you asked me to come up there and hold an umbrella on the roof. I mean, really, I, I was just like, is it lightning right now? Like, I'm just holding a pole towards, I mean, it wasn't, but I was just like, if I see one, I'm going to be like, Chrissy, you risking my life. <laughs> oh, I was so afraid going up that ladder. Um, but yeah, you're doing stuff and, and plus with your, your work and how stressful and frustrating that, that is. So, um, we try to do the podcast every two weeks um but you know life happens even i i get um emotional yeah you could call it depressed i call it emotionally um (laughs) unstable unstable (laughs) oh okay wow just put a word in my mouth all i'm trying to get to is emotionally exhausted wow so yeah feeling unstable this week guys can't be No, well, we were wow. we were just um, <laughs> discussing recently about how how we've been feeling bad about not being able to post regularly, like like we've been doing for the past uh, what, year and a half, two years, going on our two year now, um, and I mean I think we both feel equally bad, probably uh, you more. I yeah, I probably feel more bad because I, <laughs> well, because I I, well, we wanted to start the the Patreon as a way to help you know, support, grow our, um, our podcast, help with the website. And I was like, okay, Chris, let's commit to doing a, you know, a movie review every month. Um, and then we can send out postcards and then we can send out stickers. And then, um, Chris like, okay. And sometimes, well, we did the, we did the one movie, um, one that we released for everybody. And then for some reason, the second one, it was, I kind of felt like, it just um, it just seems so so extra and a lot of work for you and I, I understand the first one was like two hours with the clips so we were like can we just make it an hour perhaps <laughs> um, but you know even asking you to do the the podcast you have to find some 
some time between, you know, your exercising and, and cutting up cucumbers. Wow. That's what you do, Anyways. right? I'm your it's cucumber time. It's hard. Well, one, it's hard because we're, we are not in the same, we have not been on the same time schedule. Oh, here we go again. You've been staying up all night and then sleeping in during the day. And I'm the reverse. I have a traditional work schedule, so of course I have to be up at morning at 7. Well, it's because I, I hang out with the cats a lot and I'm a little nocturnal. Whatever. So it's not my fault. So then, you know, because of that, that kind of throws our rhythms off. I would rather do things in the morning because I like to get things out of the way. But then you're not up in the mornings, and yes, you would rather I do things. I am. I am up in the morning. Mm-hmm. If you would just wake up at three a.m. or four, now I would be there. I'd be like, "Let's get to recording." So you would rather do things. You know, Is that not late early morning? And by that time, I'm ready to wind down. I had a long day. I'm tired usually from doing something around the house, or on the garden, or you know, helping my parents. Okay, so or so long story short, I'm looking for a new husband that I can record the podcast with that's more on my my rhythm okay um i will be looking for another mexican i really do like them i think they're really romantic and, and close to their family you know that i, I, I oh, like, yeah, like that you love that and, and yeah and you can teach me <laughs> spanish habla inglés huh yeah i still i'm, I'm still trying to learn spanish and it's mm-hmm. been Years. Years. <laughs> Years. So you're I not trying bit. to because otherwise you would have ruined I know a little bit like what your no. mom, your mom and dad, I'll, I'll say something. Yeah. Or like yesterday your dad was saying something. that's like, Yubia. I heard Yubia. <laughs> that's rain. <laughs> I know some words. Um, but yeah, so I guess we wanted to start off the, the podcast with saying, hey, sorry Chris sucks so much. You know, if it was me, you know, it, 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 he should really get like me and just not have a job. And then we can just commit all of our time. Yeah, that would be nice. To the pocket. Well, I would love to not have a job. I, well, I would love that. You know, it's it's actually not true that I don't have a job, Chris. Chris, I do have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, what my job is what? I I have a job of waking up at nine thirty and staying into and staying in class until twelve. It's oh. very unfair. That is very. You early. have started a new um something new this. This is going on your second week. Today is your second week. Yes. So, with the DBT um, skill training that I'm getting um, with my psychologist, she gave me a scholarship for a summer boot camp um, on DBT skills. So, it reviews some of the things that we've gone over and uh, there are new ones like last week was distress tolerance and then this week is emotional regulation um really wish you could be there chris it's some stuff that you could you could use uh i really wish you could be there too <laughs> i think it's <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm about to pause this okay all right let me get back okay you know what see see that's what yeah exactly that's what that's that's you know it's one of those stop moments y'all y'all remember (laughs) stop right we're going to talk about this in distress tolerance so chris just that's a great example chris now chris just put me in distress i was about to you know i was about to sit over there and just maybe just like slap him but i i I caught my hand and i was like you know what don't condone violence. Violence isn't going to solve... I'm, I'm not... I'm just saying violence is not going to solve it, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially on the podcast, why is it why is recording? I mean, that, how stupid would that be, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um... <laughs> um, 
Distress tolerance. Oh, look, we're not making light of domestic um, violence. You know, Please that's... Don't. that's um, it's bad. But, but jokes reflect real life, okay? okay. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Sarcasm. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, so, distress tolerance. So, yeah, like I said, we went over some more of those, those DBT acronyms, which they, they love. Um, There's the, tons of acronyms. I know. My teacher was like, you don't have to learn them all. And we were like, ooh. <laughs> but it would be great if you did. Well, and she also uh, told us that, you know, if we um, like some of the acronyms, we can actually put some together for ourselves to use. Oh, like special? Um, yeah, and just see what helps uh, helps you through, you know... Your distress. It's kind of like individually tailor your own, mm-hmm. your own acronyms and stuff. So, guys, we're going to give you a little crash course into distress tolerance today. Uh, just a re- little reflection of the boot camp that I went to. Uh, giving you a free class here. And I noted, I, I'm not licensed. I'm not trained. <laughs> um, I do have a degree. Sure, it's in being a clown and... Have a minor in class clown, but uh, not for DBT. So let it be noted. These are your own personal experiences through the class. Wait, are you really? You're not going to say anything about me having a degree as a clown. You're not going to refute that or say no, no. Ozzie. No, you don't. Oh, you're I, like, wow, yeah, no, that's that's accurate, hundred okay. percent. Wow. And see, that's why I don't have a job because all the big tops are closing. You yeah, know, like yeah. you just can't you can't find a circus these days. And then kids are just so afraid. Oh God, have you seen it? Ruined everything. <laughs> Can you go ahead and okay. start. <laughs> Man, I think I'm gonna go back and be a magician. Now they now magic school sounds good. It sounds like Hogwarts, right? Okay. Um, distress tolerance. Distress tolerance. So these are the goals of distress tolerance. You want to survive a crisis situation without making them worse. Because, boy, can I think of some crisis situations I made worse. Um, and I think about how I, and, and in class we, <laughs> instead of saying um, what we do, what, what's the, the thing that we do that's, uh, that's negative, mm-hmm. our, our negative coping me- uh, mechanism, mm-hmm. we say that thing that we, that thing that we do. Okay. But since I'm on the podcast, I'm going to let y'all know that thing that I do. <laughs> I think it's, I'm <laughs> yeah i just i like being i like being open about it because i feel like you know there are a lot of people that have gone um through cutting themselves or or trying to to hurt themselves in certain ways and you know that's we we like to i guess be as open as we can on the podcast but yeah during my crisis situations that's where it is uh for me i i want to uh I, I will sometimes grab a a knife, a steak knife, uh, or just a knife, scissors, and just hold on to it. Sometimes I'll just hold on to it and really think about, um, really think about cutting myself. But I haven't cut myself in in a lot of years. I can't even remember. Maybe almost a decade. Um, but doesn't mean I still don't think about it because there are certain things that we, we run to during, during a crisis. doesn't mean that they're right. You know, I don't always try to grab a knife. I don't always try to grab the, the sharpest thing, but sometimes when it goes into crisis, that's what I want to do because that's what I'm, I'm used to doing because it temporarily, um, makes the pain go away almost instantly, you know, cause I can 
kind of concentrate on the, I guess, the pain and I think I also the concentrate on pain yeah, as opposed to the emotional. Yeah, pain. but I also uh, I I also start to concentrate on oh why did I do that why did I do that you know and it just that just adds something on top of something else and another thing that usually is going through my mind during a crisis is oh my god I just want to kill myself I just want to die I just want to kill myself and I know I know that that's not true that's not what I want to do I just want to in the pain not in my life you know I I, I still want to live life because I still have Chris here to nag me and you know Give him to-do lists. Buy me beer. Um, cerveza, uh, I'm sorry. Don't remind me. La una cerveza. La una cerveza? No. Las unas no. cerveza? Okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, you know, I don't want to, I just want the pain to end. So distress tolerance is, is something that we can do to stop that thing that we do um, that makes things worse and just adds something on top of uh, something. Um it also helps us to accept reality. Um, so we replace our suffering and being stuck uh, with ordinary pain, and we have a possibility of moving forward. So w- one thing about DBT is it is okay to feel the way that you're feeling. It's valid to feel the way that you're feeling. Um, sometimes uh, I feel mad when Chris has said something to me, um, I can't even think of an example. I guess it's because there aren't any. Oh, there are multiple. <laughs> um, it's like something that that is the way that you say or something, and I'll be like, you know, Chris, I'm really angry or mad that you said that and made me think this. And sometimes Chris will think, um, I- I'll I'll tell you that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, but I know you meant this, you know, you know. And I think sometimes you just concentrate on how how I'm feeling, you know, like, well, you shouldn't feel that way, like, you know. Um, <laughs> Like when you asked me to go um, help you pick up the yard stuff, mm-hmm. I got really mad. And then after that, you're um, you're kind of like, well, you shouldn't feel that way. You should feel, you know, happy to to help because I'm happy to help you. You know, I don't, you know, huff and puff and, you know, do it. And I mean, <laughs> he doesn't always huff and puff. But with DBT, you know, you learn it is okay to feel the way that you feel, but you are responsible for how you react. So in those situations, I did learn, you know, it maybe I shouldn't huff and puff. When Chris asked me to go outside and help in the, in the garden or something, you know, um, if, if I need to huff and puff and just be mad, y'all will be like, give me five minutes, you know? Because usually <laughs> when you tell me to do something I don't want to do, Chris, I get... Um, my, my, I, I can feel, I can feel the, the fury on my face. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I tell myself, I tell myself, okay, my goal is to make Chris happy. I love Chris. I want to do what I can to help him in any way, you know, because I, I don't have a job. I want to make sure that, you know, the house is clean. If he's telling me to do that, if he's telling me to wash clothes, tell me to make up the bed, I want to do that. But it just shows them. Even my... if it takes a day or <laughs> two or a week. I do it. Right. I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it it will show on my face immediately, and I'll immediately go do it. Because <laughs> always starts things like you don't have to do it right now, but can you sweep the kitchen? And I'm like playing the F- Xbox. I'm just like okay. I turn off the Xbox and I start sweeping. It's like but you don't have to do it now. I'm like well, what am I gonna do? I want to relax. <laughs> and I just <laughs> I can just feel myself getting mad, even though. And and I'll tell you that too. I'm like, well, Chris, you know, I get mad, but at least I'm doing it. You know, you want me to do it. 
See, but that's why I say that it's better to just do things at the beginning of the day. That um, way, at the evening, at the end, okay. you just you Look, have all the free time that you we, have left. It's for your okay. relaxation. So, time. so let's stay on topic. We're talking about accepting reality mm-hmm. and and um, in the distress in, in that okay, moment. Okay. So, <laughs> like, let me lead you away from going further, uh, beating me up. Um, but yeah, in those situations, I have to work on my facial expressions, you know, and even how I react and really, really, you know, use stop or something like that to kind of change how I want Chris yeah. to view me also. Because I, it, because there are people like that, that that show their emotions easily on their face. Um, and it's because... I don't know. I, I think I think it's like you want to you want to do something. Is that called ambivalence? I think maybe you want to do something, but you can't. But you want to do something else, mm-hmm. um, and you just get kind of caught. But you know, if I'm able to, you know, you you told me about the problem, and then thinking about DBT, I I feel like um, it's okay for me to feel mad or angry. And if you ask me, I'll be like, yes, I feel mad or angry, Chris. But I do want to do this because I love you, baby. And, you know, I'll give you a kiss, you know? Mm. So I do my best to accept this this reality of marriage. We had a perfect example of it this weekend. Oh, the lucky Yesterday. people that are that are in that, that reality of being single and living the life. Going to clubs during the coronavirus. Ah, oh, the beach. Could you imagine? Ah, oh, single life. Ah, oh, drink all the beer you want. Yeah, well, yeah, that life is over for you, so too bad. Um, we'll see. We had a perfect example <laughs> of of this from yesterday, when I when you mentioned about going up to the uh, to the roof to hold to help hold an umbrella. Hmm. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> um. I when I at, I had my dad and I were both upstairs uh, up on the roof, um, installing some air vents on the roof. And it was starting to rain, so I, w- I had to take up an umbrella and hold it, but my dad needed help, so we were both working at the same time, so I needed someone to hold the umbrella, so I called Dave. I texted him first. He didn't reply, so then I called him, and I could feel in his voice, that he's like, I could feel the restraint of like, okay, I'm going to do this, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to go and do it. <laughs> So I was like, okay, great. So I'm like... Ooh, I um, hate... I ha- you know, I hate stuff like that when you ask me. I mean, okay, number one, to come outside. Okay, number one, to come outside into the elements. Two, to come outside into the rain. Three, to stand on the roof. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, I, I can't even climb a ladder. So when Four, you're... to hold an umbrella. I'm not done. Four, to hold an umbrella on the roof. I mean, really? You know, I could have flown away like Mary Poppins. Um, and then five, your dad was there, so I had expectations. I was just like, because it was a moment that I climbed up the ladder. I was like, Chris, I don't think I can do this now. This is your dad. And I felt like your dad rolled his eyes. He, maybe he didn't. I, I think maybe I just saw that in my own mind. I was like, he's, he's going to be like, oh, these gays. <laughs> he's obviously the wife. And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> you I am right. challenging expectations. <laughs> and I, but yeah, it was, it was. I was feeling a lot of stuff, but my the thing that my psychologist tells me is to think what your goal is. And so I always think my goal is, you know, I want to make Chris happy. I want to be able to help him. I'm sure he wouldn't be calling me. You know, we have we have two other roommates, and his mom is here. So he must be calling me because 
he's, he's on next rotation, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe, you know, you just didn't have, I don't know, maybe you didn't have anybody else to call or you just said, um, or maybe they had already helped you. I think April had gone with your mom before or you just, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure why you well, said to me, but I'm Because you're my husband. Or yeah, I'm your husband. Yeah, I'm happy. And because my mother can't climb up a roof. What, I see her walking around. <laughs> She looks fine to me. Okay, yeah. Wow. Your mom can... No, I know. But, you can um, barely climb our that's... steps in the kitchen. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't really... I did think about our other two roommates. I was like, why did he call me? But yeah, it probably... Because this is not their house. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's why I'm kind of thinking about it right now because I, I dwelled on it a little bit when I was thinking about it. I was like, why is he calling me? And I was like, wait, no, no, that None of that's important. Let's just help Chris. Our goal is to help Chris. We, you know, he wouldn't be calling us if he didn't need our... Super help, you know. He must have seen how I hold an umbrella and say, "You know what? That's the grip we need. We can't trust these other people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we need him. You know." I was like, "Maybe there's a five dollars out of that. Maybe he has some beer up there." And you know what? I did get some beer yesterday, didn't I? Because mm-hmm. your dad got some. You know, you know. But you know, I really didn't have to go on the roof to get it. But then again, I would have felt weird if he called me to get on the roof and then I said no, and then your dad got beer and I was like, "Hey, can I get a beer?" Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, "Well, I don't know." That's the thing about my dad is like whenever whenever we work, you can always be sure there's gonna be a beer because he after a long hard day at work he likes to have a beer, which is makes sense to me. Yes, it does. If you have a hard long day at work, where you work you know eight to twelve hours a day on the sun. Under the sun, yeah, you get okay. overheated. So we're getting off topic. <laughs> so we're talking about accepting reality. I had to accept the reality. That you had to climb up. Yes, like that. Um, no, but I was going to say, I actually kind of saw the stop uh, mechanism going Well, I'm sure you probably heard it, too, through well, the phone. Well, no, actually, <laughs> when you were climbing up the stairs, you're like, you know, you took a couple of steps, and then you're like, you you had a freak out moment. You're like, I can't do this, I can't do this, because you were, you know, of course, I'm scared of heights. I, I hate climbing up ladders. They are dancing on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and you're not used... I don't think I don't know how many times you've been on a roof, like climbing up a ladder to be on a roof. So, I can... You know, the first couple of times is scary, but you kind of learn to overcome that fear. So, I was like, okay, well, you know, you can't do it. That's fine. Oh, man. I was so afraid and then about you how stopped, am I going to... I was like, how am I down? <laughs> you stopped and you're like looking at me and then you're looking around... I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you took a step down, and then you you stopped again. And I was, and no, I was like, I Chris, I, can't, like, I, was like, I don't think I can do this. I'm sorry. And then you stopped again, <laughs> and you're like, you know, let me just go ahead and get through this. And I was like, oh, yay. Yeah, risk my life. Push that's, it through your fears. That's, that's what it's all about. That's, that's the thing. But yeah, I had, I had to, you know, accept, um, replace my suffering, I guess. I was suffering. Um, <laughs> my distress there. Um with some, some tools, some skills, and then I had the possibility of moving forward because, you know, even when I was on the roof, I was still a little angry, but as time... And that, that kind of happens with, with Chris and I. When he asked me to do something, um, I'm, not, I'm not always grumpy, but mm. when I am, um, it wears off after some time. Five or and, ten minutes. Yeah, but it just... It, it's just really hard to hide and push back down, but, um, yeah, by using some of these skills, I can I can... And that's always an awkward moment. Con- I can contr- control it in a certain way. It doesn't I, I don't want I don't want to say like control it like I make it go away. Subside. I just I I, I suppose I feel I mean, like you could still be there, but that just like in lower. Yeah, I but I feel like more. I I, I feel like I kind of push it um, aside. I I I 
you know, it's kind of weird. I'm, I'm still thinking about being on the, the roof. I felt the same way. I felt the same mad. Like, why didn't he ask our roommates? How does he make me do this in the rain? He knows, you know, um, uh, this, this is dangerous. I'm not the kind of person that likes to work outside and be outside. I just want to be in my room. I don't want to have to, um, you know, do all this stuff. Uh, lightning. <laughs> There's no lightning. I know. I was looking around for lightning. Like, ooh, if I see something, I'm like, nope. Bye, Chris. See ya. <laughs> This is for you. Bye. Um, but I, I felt all that stuff, but I, I, I accepted how I was feeling. I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I, I think all of that is valid. All of that could, could be or whatever, but I kind of moved it to the side and said, but for right now, let's concentrate on the, the, the thing at hand. And while I was doing that, those other feelings kind of subsided. I was just like, okay, you know, I'm glad I did this because I was able to help and I got out of the room and stuff and they just kind of go, um, they well, did kind of kind of fizzle, but yeah, that's what I want to say. You know, control my emotions from they're still there. They are still there. Like like you said, you could see it. Um, well, and that's how that's, you could you could hear it in my voice that they're still there. It's just uh, that's why I say a lot. <clears throat> I say the, uh, the phrase often about pushing through your feelings and not letting them impede you from reaching your goals or you know like getting to what you actually wanted to do. Even if you were feeling scared. You didn't let that fear control you and stop you from wanting to help me. So I want to go to the uh, this third one here, Chris, on the, the goals of distress uh, tolerance. is to become free. Get free. So you become free of, have, uh, of having to satisfy the demands of your own desire, urges, and intense emotions. Um, man, and... Is it more satisfying? I can, I suppose. I mean, it, when I feel really angry, I want to um, blow up. I mean, I feel like that is the correct thing to do because um, we talked about this in class day too. Um, I I always felt like growing up. I don't know if it was the the Jewel song, you know, follow your heart, your intuition. Uh -huh. But I kind of felt like you're supposed to follow your your intuition, which are your emotions from all I can, you know, I, I, I feel like that's how you, what your intuition is. I feel like it's, it's part of like your, your emotions and then maybe like your logic a little bit and then you make a decision. Um, but in DBT, um, it's like, you know, you, you want to look for the facts, which are more about the logic. Um, but I always felt like my intuition was really in tune with my, my feelings you know, and that's why I had a lot of boyfriends that were not. <laughs> I was like, something's up. Something's about him. You know, it's just like something's going off. And you know, but sometimes, sometimes your intuition can be right, and sometimes it can be wrong. But I think really what it is is your your quote unquote wise mind, and that's what they um, talk about in in DBT mindfulness and listening to your wise mind. And I think um, it really comes from making a decision um, based on w what um, the, the facts um, that are, are that are there and not the um, and not letting the emotions mm -hmm. uh, totally take over that because if you um, if you only listen to your emotions or let your emotions have so much um, power yeah it can um, definitely lead you down the wrong way because uh, you could be feeling love when, you know, that, and I'm sure that's happened to people when, um, uh, when, when they, 
date it. Maybe it's just me. But, like, you're dating somebody, and it's, like, the honeymoon phase, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I love you the first week. And then the second week, you start noticing how he treats servers and how he treats co-workers and how he treats you. are like, hmm, okay, well, maybe there's something wrong in here, you know? But it's like when you first meet somebody, there's, like, this glamorous thing, and, and then you just sort of start really seeing stuff. And that's why you mm. date. You date... For at least two weeks. At least at least five years, guys. Ugh. Don't do anything rash. Learn from my mistakes. Two weeks. I, I mean, I, I think you two know, everybody's ass is I think a month. I think a month is good. If you can date somebody. No. What If you can date somebody for a month and then say. No. I, I, I think, you know. At least five years. Wow, five years. Y'all are never going to get married. Chris is putting... <laughs> Chris... Wow. That's how, I think, you know, I, that's a good enough time to get to know people because we knew each other for a year before we got married. We did not know so each other. So you want to wait five years? Yes. I told... Wow. Okay. If we ever split up, I... No. Well, it would be very rare if I ever got together with somebody again. But if it were... I would wait five years before anything official happens. Wow. Yes, I would wait too. I would I would definitely <laughs> wait five years. Man, it'll probably be tomorrow, Chris. <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> next I'll week. See you. I'll see you on Facebook. I'll see you on Facebook a week later. <laughs> my soulmate. Wow. Have you seen any messages on the side? Are you jealous yet? <laughs> okay, but yeah, so we want to become free. Of um, those emotions. And, you know, like I explained in my situation with the the roof or with, with anything I go through with Chris, I feel a lot freer and better for not acting on those emotions. Because if I would have been like, no, Chris, I'm not going outside. How dare you ask me to do that? Why? You didn't tell me about doing this today. I don't want to do this. No, I hate red umbrellas. <laughs> and I didn't do that. I would just kind of sit in the room and eventually start to you know, feel bad, feel like I'm being irresponsible, feel like, oh man, you know, that's really bad. And I probably would, you know, would have ended up going out and doing it anyway, you know? Or, I guess, you know, I could stay inside and... Well, that also would have put me in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. And it would have just developed other problems. Yeah. So... Or other feelings. So it was definitely um, about becoming free, so... Yes, but... uh, So, some of the skills we have talked about stop. I think this is my third or fourth time stop is like one of my favorite skills <laughs> mine too um, <laughs> I, I don't know why i don't know why you use it you use it it's mine it's my favorite skill because i get to see it i get to see you practice it all the time wow i thought your favorite was um what are the facts man oh god chris i just <laughs> i just want to push you off a cliff we said so what are the facts baby what are the facts like, don't talk about the facts <laughs> What am I, a detective? <laughs> I'm Sherlock Holmes. Um, so the stop skill, um, you guys, that we we know the S stands for stop. The T means for um, means that we take a step back. Uh, the O means that we observe, and then P proceed mindfully. So basically, with all of that, um, like I've said before, I don't really think about it as a um, as an acronym too much, uh, when I hear stop, I, of course, think of, you know, you know, wait. Stop. <laughs> and, like, and, and I, and I usually start to think that when, um, this, this is something, um, we talked about in class too, when you find your triggers, um, 
what uh, what starts setting off those emotions. I can feel it like in my in my stomach um, when I feel. I think like mad or embarrassed or something when I'm like inhaling, it feels a little obstructed. I don't even know how to describe that. Have you mm. ever? It feels kind of odd. I, I really don't. It feels kind of. Yes. It just feels weird feeling. Mm-hmm. But everyone has these triggers when you start feeling mad or or angry. Um, but I just I can feel my my face tensing up because mm-hmm. I I just can't hide it. So when you start feeling your triggers, that's when you say, "Wait, stop!" <laughs> and that makes me just think, "Wait, hold on, Ajni." Do we really want to act like this? What's your goal here? Your goal is to make Chris happy. My goal is <laughs> to is always it? make Chris happy. <laughs> I mean, when's Chris' goal to be make me happy? All right, let's stay on. Let's stay on to. All right, our goal is to make Chris happy. You know, that's what we want to do because we love him. So let's proceed mindfully. And and what what that means is to watch how how we are going to react. Um, Perceive mindfully to me is is to just be aware of my entire body. What I'm what I'm giving um, back out to Chris. I'm, I'm my face, um, but yeah, I really do concentrate on my my goal. That's one of the things that my my uh, psychologist um, told me, and it kind of helps, helps me focus. to focus in. And yes, a lot of my goals are to make sure Chris is happy. You know, because as it should be. Well, yeah, because you're 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 my husband, and and I love you, and I want things. But you know, underneath that are are smaller goals. Like, well, I want the I want the house to have you know a nice roof. I want you know I want us to have a nice place to live. I want to, I want to contribute to um, uh, our 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 living um, arrangement and make it look you know cool and be able to say yeah, I did that. So that actually goes on to the second distress tolerance. Um, portion and it's pros and cons so you can think about you know what are the pros of um acting this way and then what are the the cons of acting that way okay. and you know of course you know the 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 pros are chris will let me sleep in the bed that night the cons are <laughs> i might have to sleep on the couch i mean either way it's 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 a good night rest right i mean well and they're just saying man We'll have to hear you snoring. Um, I'm just kidding, baby. You don't snore. I know I don't. Hmm. If you did snore, would it be in Spanish? Would you Would you snore in Spanish? Be quiet. Now, how, how would that sound? How do you say Z? Pros and cons. How do you say Z in Spanish? Pros and cons. Is that Z, 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 Z? Pros and cons. I'm just asking. Okay. A, B, C, C, S, A, E, H, O, T. Pros and cons. Okay. So, pro- <laughs> so we think about what are, yeah, what are the pros of taking this this path and what are, what are the cons and making a list which Chris loves Chris loves list um, is a good visual representation of you know you can actually see in, in front of you even if you choose to do the the wrong thing and take on the cons you can see all that stuff that uh, is gonna be weighing you down so more often than not if you do uh, that list, you'll see that the, the pros of doing it are a little bit better. Um, so, you know, if, you, if, if stop maybe isn't working for you in that moment because it's really something that you just, you, you think about in the moment, maybe making a list with pros and cons may give you some more time. To slow down. Mm-hmm. And 
it actually puts these pros and cons into four boxes. Um, so it has the, the pros of doing whatever, um, the cons of doing whatever, and then the pros of not doing whatever, and then the cons of not doing whatever. And so, uh, like it says here, it helps you to focus on the long-term goals and see the bigger picture. So it's a great way to have a visual uh, representation and, yeah, help you see exactly what you can achieve by doing this. We've also talked about another distress tolerance skill tip. So that's, I think, actually the first one that I learned in DBT. Mm -hmm. the, the T was for temperature. Uh, the I is for intense exercise. The P is for paced breathing. And then the other P is for paired muscle relaxation. So, yeah, when, when I started uh, doing the... You don't do this anymore. So. No, well, yeah, no, I don't. But I do use it and in, in different ways. When I started doing the tip, I would um, use a bag of cold water. Um, I'm sorry, uh, of veggies. ice. Yeah, uh, yeah, frozen um, veggies and like put it on my face. Um, really cold. But great, I... I felt as if, when I first started, my psychologist had me do it two times a day, but I really felt as if in a extreme situation, um, that's when I would use the, the cold. Um, and, you know, the cold temperature um, is actually something that they use in, um, in uh, mental hospitals. Mm. Um, my teacher today was saying that the children um, that she would um, look after in the mental hospital... Um, if they started getting really uh, wild or acting up, then they had, uh, like, frozen blankets. Mm -hmm. um, and, what did she say? They would Some go... Purse. Yeah, well, she's... Uh, the blankets were, like, in a, a bucket, and she said that they would have to, um, I think, touch on the blankets in a certain way. I can't remember if they were... They had to fold the blankets, fold the, fold, um, the, the frozen blankets, but in some way by, like, touching them. And by doing that, it helps to bring down their um, their temperature and kind of calm them down. Mm. Um, but you can do this in, in many ways. You can carry a, a cold water bottle if you have that and just hold on to it. And just focusing on the cold really helped me. Um, if you don't have any ice or anything like that around, you can always go to um, to a bathroom and just tap water, something something cool. Mm -hmm. You know, put some on some water and find a fan or air conditioning and you know, hold your hands there. Um, but yeah, by changing your temperature, bringing it down, that can really help you to relax. Of course, intense exercise, because that will tire you out. And that's why I don't do it, because I'm not getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Chris and I that's are always just like, yeah, Chris, I wish you'd be exercised. But I, I mean, I have done that before where I got almost addicted to exercise because it just made me feel so good. And it does release, um, is it endorphins? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does actually release those feel good. Um, so why don't you want to feel good anymore? I do, Chris. Okay, so I exercise every day. Whatever. What? Do you not see me walk around the house? I went upstairs, Sitting and standing went up from the toilet is not exercise. Look, we need to stay on topic, okay? <laughs> We're at 40 minutes, and we don't want to keep anybody waiting talking about my exercising. <laughs> Plus, everybody knows I'm a healthy 130, so... 
Oh man, I was 130 when we met, I guess. Mm. Now I'm only like 132. Things have changed. Uh, paired muscle relaxation. Um, so my psychologist had me tense up all of my muscles, um, everything that I can think about, my, my face, uh, my legs. Yes, Chris, everything, mm. okay? <laughs> everything. Tense everything um, for, I would say, about um, three, four seconds, and then let it go. And then tense right again, now. and then that kind of helps to calm your body down. Oh, it does. And of course, there are many other ways to mm, that um, feels nice. do that, and the and the pace to breathing. I've seen people doing breathing different ways. Um, yoga could yeah. be one. Yeah, and yoga would would I, I think. Mm, is it intense exercise? I think yoga, yoga can, can be. be yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paired muscle um, relaxation, pace breathing. Yeah. So yoga is actually it would be a mm-hmm. great one because it targets all of those. Except for the the temperature it would raise your your temperature um, because you would be working out. But yeah. I mean, I think you know. Well, three you can out do yoga and then get some have some ice next to you. So every once in a while. So all of these. And the tip skill are basically talking about changing your body chemistry and how that can help you to calm down during distressful times. If you feel like you're you're having a panic attack, um, if you feel like you're having an anxiety attack, think tip. <laughs> tip. Think, think, think ice. Think, think just a tip. <laughs> okay, really? <laughs> think ice. Think I'm going to run in place. Think um, yoga. Yeah, pace breathing. I'm gonna um, inhale through my my nose slowly, hold it. Exhale through my my mouth. Oral. You know. But there are ways that you can help calm yourself down, and um, by using your body chemistry. Okay, Chris. Well. Thanks for watching. Really? That's all you got for your distress <laughs> tolerance? I want to find... Um, I don't want to talk about all this stuff. There's a, a lot in... in um, like, a lot of acronyms. A lot of... They have uh, uh, crisis survival strategies where you use uh, accept, activities, uh, compassion, contribute, emotions, pushing away, thoughts, sensations... Um, this part is pretty interesting. Um, the crisis survival strategies. Um, like I said, it has ACCEPT, it has, um, all these other acronyms for vision and hearing, um, imagery, meaning, prayer, relaxation. So, I think all of these are about distracting your mind from the distress and bringing it to a mindful place um, where you can be in the moment, which is such a great tool that I, um, I think before BPD, I really didn't think about, you know, the only time that I was in the moment was when I was, uh, unwillfully distracted, you know, watching a movie, um, drawing, drawing yeah. Um, but in the moment means to concentrate on something for, um, a, a, a a certain time and not worry about everything else around you. 
And it's really interesting to be like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, be mindful. I'm going to go um, meditate. I'm going to go uh, drink some coffee. And um, I would drink tea. Clean or, your room. Uh, okay. Chris, please. Please. <laughs> You're adding thoughts in their heads. So I would drink coffee and tea um, and sit outside and focus on what I could see, what I could hear, what I could taste, uh, what I could feel. All of those things. You don't do that so much anymore. I do my, I do my own way. And I, I, not always outside, but I always try to do things that are in, in the moment and being aware that I'm in the moment. You know, when I'm playing, um, even if I'm playing a game or drawing, I'm, you know, if I start to worry and my mind starts to wander off, I'm like, you know what? I want to take this time to just draw. I don't want to think about all the other stuff. That stuff will be there when I get done. Let's have some time doing this. So that's what I mean. It, it's great because some, you know, have you ever forgotten about something that was like really horrible or, or something, um, a, a tragedy or something that happened? Um, I, I can't, I, I can't really think so. I don't know. You got an F on a test and it was just hurting you all day long and it made you depressed all day long, but then you uh, saw Barack Obama on TV. And you're like, ooh, he's handsome. And you were in the moment. And then <laughs> when he went mm. off in 30 minutes, you were just like, oh, man. <laughs> I, now I remember. You're just like, <laughs> you were sort of in that moment. I'm sorry. You know, Barack Obama, Trump, whoever you find, you know, Pence. Uh. You know, wh- whoever you find. Whoever you fancy. <laughs> whoever you find to be your cup of tea. You know, we're not going to judge here on the show. Um, but these were some, I want to read out some of these sensory awareness, uh, sentences. Chris, I don't want you to read it. I want us to sit back, actually. Um, this be one of the last things that we do since we're, um, we're at 45 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. So let's sit back. Okay. And Chris, can you put down your phone? I mean, can you just be disconnected okay, for like okay, 10 okay, seconds? Okay. All right, Chris. So... Like I said, these are sensory sensory awareness mm-hmm. um, examples, um, and some of these questions are kind of uh, kind of funny, but they make you think, uh, and uh, we'll see how you feel afterwards. So, you know, just sit back, close your eyes, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna read out some of this stuff. Okay. And I want you guys to sit back and relax. I'm gonna read out like five or six questions, and let's be in. Let's. Oh, let me read the the instructions. Maybe they'll say it. You know, perfectly. So it says, find a comfortable position. Staying in that position, listen to the questions below. Listening for the response after each question. Listening for your response after each question. If you do not have a recording of these questions, you may make one for yourself or ask a friend to make one. Hmm. Recording each question with about five seconds between each question. Hmm. So these sensory awareness questions are actually, I think this would be, it would be nice to actually have an episode where I read all 30 of these questions and that could mm-hmm. be something that, that is actually really distracting and, yeah. um, and nice. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I support that idea. Oh, okay. Who else? Who else what? Who else supports the idea? Say yeah. <laughs> Five minutes. Okay, Chris. Well. Chris has decided to do all 30 questions. Isn't that great? 
So guys, we're going to make a whole new episode uh, right after this one uh, about sensory awareness. And we're just going to focus in on these 30 questions. Um, and perhaps that's something that we can use to activate our five senses and help us during distress. So we're actually going to stop this recording and uh, get another one up. Yay. So this is going to be the wrap-up of the show. Yeah, <laughs> except for the, the last of the, the 30. Because I want, I want it to kind of be its own episode so that, you know, if it is something yeah. that our listeners want to come back to later, it's yeah. right there and of uh, so that can be used. So guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. We, we hope um, this has given you um, some things to think about with distress tolerance and how to get through uh, stressful moments. Uh, you can always uh, look up more about DBT um, on Google. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, what I like mm -hmm. about Google, too, I mean, of course, you know, check the, the you know, website to see that uh, it's coming from um, one that, that comes from a psychologist that, what's it called, that, that, proofread, that proofreads the article, Do you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Um, well, online, um, on certain web pages, they'll have articles about DBT or about other medical things, and it'll say that it's reviewed oh, by, oh, whatever, yes. Chris. I hate when you do that. I hate when you do that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about. And then I have to explain to you, like, oh, now I know. I mean, what, what, why can't we just be on the same mind? One mind. Mindfulness. Because we're not the, so oh, we're not the Borg. Jeez. Okay, well. <laughs> But yes, um, we'll make sure you stuff. make sure you basically make sure you see what website you're looking at because mm -hmm. not all websites are created equal. <laughs> and you know, I I man, I don't want to. I I don't think I can upload this this um the the workbook that they gave me. I feel like that's probably some copyrighted material. Yeah, especially since you're paying for it, or people. Pay I for suppose. It. Um, but what I will do is, let me, um, you could we can, we'll put a link in the, the comments to a, a webpage, um, that I've sort of looked at and it goes along with the things that I've learned about, uh, distress tolerance. And we'll put a link to that in the, in the comment section, in the uh, description. Oh, okay. That sounds good. All right, guys. Well, thank you again, and we hope that you keep us um, in your prayers. Is that where you're going? No, How dare you? That you keep us, um, what is it, on track ooh, ooh, of, who am I? like, creating, crea making these every other who week. Who am I? How dare you? Who am I? How dare you? What? You? Uh, one more time. How dare you? I, I don't know. Really? Wow. You know, after I say it, you're going to say, oh, and I'm going to be so pissed off because <laughs> I think everybody else okay, is Okay, give me a clue. I'm going to do it one more time. That's all no, I No, just say. give me another clue. How dare you? That's not a clue. Okay, Greta. Oh, wow. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>